I remember when they told me there was nothing for me. No hopes to keep on dreaming, and I was way past 30. I sat in my room, and I began to cry. Then caught myself again, said I would upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Could never do it without my tribe. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Welcome to the Dr. D Inspire Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast, where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals. Dr. Alana DeGrasse here, president of Turning on the Lights Global Institute. Today is July 21st, 2023, and I want to welcome you to this podcast. Today, we are going to deep dive, and I'm so glad that you are with me. Our title today is called Making the Decision to Upgrade. Making the Decision to Upgrade. How are you guys doing? I feel like it's been a while, but actually... We've been doing our weekly upgrade podcast, and it has been absolutely amazing. This year has been one of the years where so many of you have freely sent us emails about how this podcast has been inspiring you. You are turning in, my friends, from you are tuning in from all over the world. And I truly want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for sharing. But it would also be wonderful if you actually click the subscribe button here and also leave a comment. That lets me know that you are tuned in. Look, many of you are listening or viewing me on the Dr. D Inspire Instagram feed. Many of you are my friends on LinkedIn. Many of you are on Facebook. But wherever you see me on these social media avenue and streets, I want to say thank you for tuning in. I also want to send a big shout out to all of the entrepreneurs, leaders, and colleagues that I've had a pleasure of speaking with in the last couple of weeks. You guys are just, you, you know, you make it interesting uh, and, and you allow me to remember why I do what I do and feel blessed to do every single time I'm with you on this podcast. This podcast actually started all the way back, my goodness, I would say in 2013 and you know I have had the pleasure of just sharing my journey with you as a solopreneur and growing uh, into a leader and um, a visionary of a movement that really reminds people that your age doesn't matter your color doesn't matter your Economic status doesn't necessarily matter either when it comes to living a life full of purpose and feeling like you are vibrantly getting up in your day-to-day. And so today, this discussion is all about making the decision to upgrade. I also want to preface this by saying, I know some of you who really want to see your business take off and some of you sent me an email and said, well, Dr. D, I don't need any pump up. I need strategy. But one of the number one things that we don't often think about are the subconscious messages that we have going on that show us how we actually feel about whether or not 
our goal of sustainability, profitability, or even ideation and that taking off, a lot of that has to do with what we tell ourselves. So it's interesting because I would say the more urgent it is for you to reach this new milestone in your personal or professional life, the more you actually need to take time to take stock of who it is that you want to become. Because yes, you can make a quick buck. Yes, you can you can find a lot of get rich quick schemes. You can even, you know, take as many surface courses as you can to have a to have a view of looking like you understand at depth what you say you're giving to others, but at the end of the day the farther you want to go, the stronger the foundation will have to be. And, you know, I remember when I said, oh, I can't upgrade my life. And I remember when I said that, but few signs showed me that leveling up as an entrepreneur, you know, back in uh, 2018 was possible. With the toll of moving abroad, leaving a familiar nine to five and staring at my hidden goals stuck in journals, you know, it haunted me for years knowing that I could do more and I just hadn't done more. Um, I heard the internal question, Alana, when will you unpack those 14 years of journals? And actually, when you do, who will actually want to listen? I mean, that's a big problem. You know, we can have all the skills in the world, all the talent in the world, But honestly, if we are not able to face the genius within, and I know genius, this word, I was talking to a couple of um, colleagues yesterday because I'll be presenting a workshop and I was talking about the genius within and even that phrase caused us to have a robust discussion about why even when people have so many wonderful skill sets, they still believe they're not enough. And I get it because honestly, none of us are enough. None of us are 100% perfect, not one of us. But then what makes that beautiful is that's why you exist. That's why others exist. That's why freelancers exist. That's why departments exist because we have to align ourselves with other experiences that complement our areas of challenge. So even when I was starting out in my early days, and even though I said, oh, I'm going to, I want an upgrade. I really, in those earlier days, didn't really have an understanding. Even when I was running uh, a lot of my initiatives, not necessarily as an entrepreneur, I did it right. But did I put my best foot forward? I think I gave it 75%. And, you know, people still were touched. They were encouraged. But in those early days, I was just trying to convince myself that following through on my dream was actually possible. And that's okay. 70% is better than zero. (laughs) So I look back on those moments and I recognize, you know, one of the biggest challenges right now that people are having is, look, we get it. We understand that in order to grow a side hustle, you have to include social media. You have to have your posts. You've got to have your videos. But look, those algorithms are changing every single two seconds. And if you base your perception on if two people like something, if 10,000 people like something, it doesn't matter. 
Because at the end of the day, you want to make sure you're building something that is meaningful to you, that is something you can feel proud about when you wake up every day, and you feel vibrant. So it doesn't always matter. You know, you can have one million people like a photo, but if it's not authentically how you wanted it to be, or if it's not authentically, uh, whatever you're doing is not authentic to you, you will just eventually resent even what looks like success to others. And I did have to learn that, um, you know, in my times of introspection. I also will say that it's not always, you know, looking at success or successes that will allow you to grow to this new phase. So one of the things that can be difficult, especially if you're older, especially if you're in your, if you're in your late 30s, 40s, you start to then look at maybe when you were in high school or in your early days in college. And sometimes the tendency is to think those were our highest moments because you were more youthful, you had more energy. But look, now you are more seasoned. I was having a conversation with some someone yesterday and we were like, we're just more seasoned. Yes, we are, we are more wise. And the thing I love about being a grown-up is that your no comes quicker. You know clearly the things that you want. So in that epiphany of 2018 of just finally saying, okay, I yes, I've had successes. Yes, if you look at my resume, yes, I've I've traveled, yes, I've gotten the degrees, the the you know, the letters as they say, but I desperately want to feel vibrant again. And so that wake up call and another a number of other steps in our duration caused husby and i to move to boston and you know i had to give myself permission to wipe the slate clean and remind myself this is my moment this is my time nothing can stop me nothing can hold me this is my season and this small mantra has brought me where I am today. That small statement, nope, this is my moment. I'm gonna stop looking at yesterday. This is my time. I'm gonna stop you know, comparing myself to other people. And this is my season, reminding myself that I get to show up every single day and decide I'm gonna create today. I'm gonna do a podcast today. I'm going to journal. I'm gonna look at the numbers today. Like this could be your season. And so I do want to talk a little bit about something that I think that maybe people think is a waste of time, but I do think it's important. So we do see a lot of, you know, individuals who say, oh, I don't need to go to school anymore. You know, I, you know, I just learned how to run a business. And so what was the point of school? Um, I don't need education anymore. You know, and so I will say, I don't knock anyone who's been able to build a profitable business and maybe they didn't go to school, maybe they didn't they didn't need a terminal degree. And so, you know, I get it. But I will also say nothing knocks those moments where you did study for those five to seven years or you did work in that industry for 20 to 23 years because there's something special that happens when you have observed and analyzed a problem in depth, you know, you then, when you're going to approach someone to support them, you have such a range of knowledge that 
will allow that person to not only solve their challenge, but it will save them time. And so a lot of times when I'm talking to people, even if they are in the workforce and they feel a little nervous about what's happening about, you know, another pending economic downturn, or maybe there's another challenge for layoffs, you know, I sense it. And sometimes, you know, the person says to me, well, oh, Dr. Alana, you know, it seems like you have been so successful growing as a small business. And, you know, but when I think about how I can do it for myself, uh, you know, I just think it's too difficult. I've worked in this industry for a long time, but I've worked under the banner of a, a, a large corporate giant or I've worked in a specific role, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I understand how to be a CEO or a boss. And they completely, as they're sharing this, they completely sometimes wipe away the fact that they are super, super skilled. And even if you don't know how to do something completely, there are other people that you can reach out to for help. Look, a 2020 survey by the World Economic Forum found that 40% of Americans are losing sleep over the fear of losing their job. 40%. That is a lot to think about. But I want you to realize that the skills that you have created over the span of time is very, very useful. And so even if you work a full-time job, I want you to look at the landscape of, you know, all of the years that you've spent becoming who you are. I want you to even think about all those 360 uh, feedback reports that your colleagues did on the job. I want you to think about if you're a service provider, all the testimonials that those you have served have given you. And I want you to recognize that your dream of creating a different earning stream or maybe even going into consultancy or you know figuring out how to take what you know and putting it into an online business that is a complete reality and so one of the first things and you guys hear me talk about this all the time i think i'm actually going to make it available to you but one of the things i highly recommend over and over again i might sound like a broken record but is incubation because if you really were to sit down and list out all the skills that you have developed over the years what would you find and you know sometimes we think we don't have enough to start but you have that genius within you you have those years that have compounded where you have become the professional you became and now it's a matter of believing that you can believing that this goal of yours to take what you know and turn it into a viable solution that it is possible and so what do people tend to do when they think about okay i can start a business well, sometimes they can opt into a lot of different learning programs. And, and I get it. I mean, it's important because you want to see people that are doing things that you would like to do. You want to see images that really show you what is potential, what is the potential for what you can do. 
But there is a pitfall in some of that because in the nature of going online and, and signing up to things, you can have a lot of tech overwhelm. You can have so many emails coming into your inbox that you become flooded to the point where you forget your own value. So one of the things I always tell my clients is, yes, you should wake up in the morning and read articles. Yes, you should wake up in the morning and do your Google binges. However, don't forget the unique value that you are bringing to the table, especially in an industry that you would like to serve. Because even if there are, you know, so I gave a talk for SCORE some years ago. SCORE is an organization that helps entrepreneurs uh, build their businesses. And um, I was giving a workshop and there was a woman who had a t-shirt business. And she said to me, well, I love all your ideas. I have a t-shirt business and I like to put positive messages on the t-shirt businesses. T-shirts, sorry, guys, I am tongue twisted today. (laughs) I like to put positive messages on the t-shirts and I usually sell my t-shirts at birthday parties, but this year has been pretty slow for me. And I said to her, well, we've got to think about all of the potential uh, niches or communities that you can share your service with. And um, I said, have you been to any of the local schools? And she was like, no, not really. I didn't think about it. And I said, well, you, well, there's a, first of all, your constituents are there. Schools always have the themes throughout the year and they're always looking for individuals to come and share a message or share something and it wouldn't be it wouldn't cost you anything to have a you know a number of t-shirts with a powerful message and i said for example bullying is a big problem in schools perhaps you can create a situation or or a group of t-shirts that address that and now you may have a potential vendor Uh, You may be able to become a potential vendor because the schools will see your message. They probably will love you. The the teens love, you know, they love shirts, any swag material. So this is a great organic way to build traffic to your business. See, we've got to get away from always thinking that we have to shell so much out, especially when we are bootstrapping in the early stages. And so sometimes it's like, we're so busy looking at what others are doing, we're, we're forgetting to look at what is right in front of us. Yes, this person might be doing phenomenal in California or Texas, but you might live in a small town in Massachusetts. Or yes, you know, everyone might be doing it up in, in New York City, but you might be in a small town in Vermont. So you have to be willing to open up and realize that there truly are opportunities literally around you every single day. And I remember, so I was talking and someone asked me, did I ever have a moment where, you know, someone challenged me? And I said, of course, you know, there was a woman many years ago who had a psychologist tell her, well, it looks like this woman, Dr. Alana, um, you know, she might be someone you want to talk to just for gaining some empowerment and for giving you some practical advice about taking action. So anyhow, I'm talking to this woman and she says in the end, well, you're not Oprah. And I said, I know I'm not Oprah, I'm Dr. Alana. And you have to come to a place where 
you are so strong and committed to what you're doing that you're able to rise above some of the challenges that people will throw your way. And that's why the depth of the resource that you do, the time you spend becoming who you are, that's why you can't forget that because no one can take away what's up there in that brain of yours and the research and the nights you stayed up figuring out the solution. No one can take that or your experience. So just keep that in mind. I mean, we all come to a place where we have to decide, what do I need to prioritize in this moment? And I accepted that, look, I can't change people, but there comes a time when you realize that even if there are people you would like to seek validation from, they may not offer you the advice that you so desperately need. It will be necessary to come to a place of peace where you know that you can still love someone and respect the decisions they have made. And also, even if they don't understand what your dream is, I cannot tell you the scores of people who die in regret because they didn't live the life they really wanted to, or they didn't take steps that they really wanted to, or they waited way too long out of fear, out of what someone else would think. And mind you, I have to arrive in my dreams every morning because my dream didn't stop in 2014. It didn't stop in 2022. Some of the other things that I want to do, they're still there. And I have to remind myself every moment, is this the time? Is this not the time? Where am I on the barometer? Because having a dream is not enough. Having a dream is wonderful. Believing you can do it is wonderful. But then believing enough and having the confident ability to persist beyond your fears and beyond your comfort are some of the things you're going to have to do if, in fact, you are serious about becoming a boss or even kickstarting a side hustle. And all this year since January, I've been talking to you about having an unrecognizable year. But let me just tell you the truth. Sometimes there are things that will stop us from having an unrecognizable year. And I talk about the saboteur all the time, but you gotta also look at your actions. So sometimes we can, and we can think about, well, I wanna be successful in five months. I wanna get there fast. I wanna get there fast. That's what a lot of entrepreneurs tell me. Oh, Dr. D, I wanna get there fast. And I'm like, okay, you will get there, but you, you know, the longer and farther you want to go, the stronger the foundation has to be. Doesn't mean it needs to take you eight years to get there or five or four, but it means you need to allocate time. It means you need to allocate investment. And when you're thinking about those investments, what are you willing to do to make sure that you can follow through on the investment? You know, it's kind of like you, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I can talk about this time um, many years ago when Hubster and I, we were new homeowners and I was looking at one of the walls in the home and I just was like, you know what? I wanna change the color. I wanna change it to this you know, bright uh, green color. But I didn't take the time to really think about the height of one side, one side of the room. So, you know, I was painting one side and that side came out okay. And then when I got to the other side, I got this ladder, but even going to the highest part of the ladder, 
I realized, oh my goodness, I did not plan this out. <laughs> I need a professional painter. And honestly, sometimes that does happen even in business. You know, you think, oh, I want to get to this point. So I'm just going to start until you run into a little pitfall or you signed up for a program, but they didn't tell you that these other areas were going to need some attention before you were able to move forward. So with that said, I think sometimes people will opt into things or they pay into programs and they stop midway and they start back over again and they never really get to see their actual outcome because they're too busy hopping around. So one of the first things I always say to people is if you're really serious about what you're trying to do, find someone who is an expert, find someone or someone who's been doing it for a good amount of time so that they're not shocked by what shocks you. They're not challenged by what challenges you. Your 911 for them is just something that is a hurdle that is easily something that can be jumped over. You will find comfort as well when you're able to commit to a process with a person or a program that allows you to be steady, consistent, and persistent. Because life is gonna happen as you make the decision to be a boss. Life is gonna happen, bills are still gonna be coming in, and you're gonna still have to remind yourself, oh wait, I did say I wanna have an unrecognizable year. I did say I wanna do something different. And when you realize that there is something that you can do about your own outcomes, boy, will that change all of your perspective. Because the truth about persistence is that when we set micro goals and we're able to actually reach those micro goals, we are 10 times more likely to achieve larger goals. But sometimes when I'm looking at people's uh, goals and things like that, and they mention what they want to do, sometimes the overarching goal is larger than the goals, the micro goals that, that are needed to get there. And so that might skew the person's reality with regards to how feasible it is to reach a given milestone. So I will stop that by saying, grab a journal. And if you got a journal, write out the 12 months. Ooh, I'm helping somebody today. And in those 12 months, for those four quarters, I just want you to write what is an overarching outcome you want to see in those four quarters. And then take the time to jot down every single step and tool that you'll need to make sure those outcomes happen for each of those quarters. And when you hit those milestones, you will feel so proud. Now, I remember when I was working on my doctorate, it was tough. I mean, five years grappling with persistence methodology, what, what makes people reach goals, what makes them throw in the towel, all the variables that we think about, intrinsic self-talk, uh, perspective taking, uh, environment, formative years, you name it, I studied it, looked it upside and down. And um, I still remember I was close to being done, but I wasn't done. So 
Running a marathon but stopping near the end doesn't mean you completed it. So what I had to realize was my committee said, well, we want you to make these changes, those changes. And I was like done with it. I was ready to be done with this doctorate. Okay. But I wasn't done. And it meant that if I really wanted to be done, not only did I have to refocus my time again, because I had already spent two years prior rewriting a hundred pages of research. So can you imagine all those nights? I had to be dedicated and I had to say, I don't care how long it's going to take, but I am going to have to, if I want to finish, I'm going to have to seriously refocus on my focus on my focus, which meant I had to look at those that were on my team. And there were some people I had to switch out. There were some that I said, this is not working for me anymore. I'm going to have to switch this person for this type of advisor. And so you have to be honest about part of your progress. You know, sometimes there are people that you think might be able to help you, but maybe they can't. Maybe it's their style. Maybe it's the way that they communicate, right? So one of the fastest things you can do is really think, okay, well, I've made my four quarterly goals. I've thought about who I need around me. And if I have some people around me that I need to switch out, now's a good time. And then the other thing that I remember doing, which was very helpful, was I made room for failure. So prior to this particular year where I needed to really accelerate my program, I just remember saying, okay, I don't have another three years. (laughs) I need to finish this thing and one of the hardest things it is when you need to really have a result as much as the pressure is there sometimes you end up procrastinating just doing what you like to do and so i was like alana you're not going to get to this goal if you don't prioritize your time if you don't switch out the individuals that are not helping you to move forward if you don't make room for failure and if you don't do what it takes with your time management Yes, you will not be done. And I just remember just saying, okay, I had to just surrender to that dream of being the woman that you hear and see today. But I remember just the, once I decided, okay, this is what I really want. And once I said, okay, I've got to take these radical steps. I tell you, you know what? Everything changed. My research picked up. I had a great advisor, advising team rather, um, that sped up. And then what seemed impossible slowly became possible. Now, granted, it took me almost a year and a half longer to complete the whole entire program. But I tell you, the day I was done with that research and they said, we now want to congratulate you. You were officially Dr. Alana DeGrasa. I just remember saying yes, yes, yes to myself and just seeing visual images of the nights of crying, of Hubster bringing coffee and breakfast to me in the early morning, of me saying no to people, canceling appointments and them not understanding why I couldn't meet with them. Um, because I was showing up for my dream. Those are the kinds of things that you need to do 
to arrive as the boss that you want to be or the leader that you want to be. And people may not understand that. They may not understand if you're moving or shifting things. But if this is the dream that you have to upgrade in 2023 to have an unrecognizable year, then this has to be something that is something that you no longer toil with, but you finally surrender to and say, okay, this is the person that I would like to be. And I just believe that when we have that type of clear focus, we have the potential to shock ourselves. So I want to encourage you today to do some homework. Now, if you have never followed the Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast, please go ahead and subscribe to it because we post one weekly podcast every week and I would love to have you tune in and I would love to be able to read your comments and questions. Also, this podcast is brought to you by Turning on the Lights Global Institute, where we help you to reach personal and professional goals. Make sure to visit us at tolgispark.com to learn about our personal and professional development coaching courses. We have a business communication mastery, women build confidence, and business basics for all of your business support needs. Make sure to subscribe to tolgispark.com. As we wrap up today, I want to remind you that your upgrade is absolutely possible. You can have an unrecognizable year if you just simply take a moment to incubate, remind yourself that this is your season, this is your moment, nothing can stop you and nothing can hold you, and to take stock of all of the skills that you have had to develop over the years for you to become who you have become. And lastly, don't be afraid to take action when you know that you want to have accelerated growth. That might mean shifting some of the team around you, and that might also mean moving things that no longer serve you. But when you do, when you finally make micro steps that make more sense for the overall goals that you have, you just might surprise yourself. Signing off, Dr. Alana DeGrasa, thank you for tuning in. And I'll see you soon. Have you been looking for easy and better ways to accomplish your personal and professional goals? That program, speaking business, or consulting company you want to launch shouldn't be anything less than the best. Why not use the help of a coach to develop and improve your goals? Dr. Alana DeGrasa, the persistence guru of Turning on the Lights Global Institute, has a winning system for you. Business Communication Mastery and the Women Build Confidence Coaching Virtual Experience will give you the winning system you need. Working with you to complete your action tasks, launch your program, and stand out from the crowd. Hit new milestones while you work at your own pace. Sharpen your vision and help you catapult your results as a new business owner. Get started today. Sign up for a free consultation.